this body in this moment in this intimate moment of breathing feeling hearing Really opening, the relaxed body, relaxed mind, the experience of this moment of being alive in this body. Whatever the sensations may be, Embracing, receiving. Sensations in the legs. the sit bones, pressure, heat, tingling, belly, the breath moving in and out, the sensations, the chest expanding, to the sides, filling with air fully. Sensations in the hands, just sensations. Tingling warmth or coolness or pressure, just sensations. The arms, the shoulders, the neck and the face. Sensations of breathing at the nostrils, this whole body. Pulsating with sensations. Alive, 
alive and breathing in this moment, right here, very intimate, this moment of life, this precious human birth, appreciating, opening to, not clinging, letting it be, letting breath be breathed through you, letting sensations be felt, letting life be lived, aliveness in you, moving through you, not yours, not mine, to keep but to just allow to flow. Not me, not mine, not myself. Arising and passing.
not me, not mine, not myself, whatever is arising and passing, the wide sphere of experience, Nothing to hold on to. Allowing the arising and passing with ease and space. Just as intimate as this moment feels, and it is, it is also not so personal. Both and.
in a moment, I'd like to offer some more guidance. You're welcome to sit and let my words be words and not follow them at all. For those who would like to come in this guided imagery, I invite you to to imagine just for the purpose of this exercise. That you're lying on your deathbed years from now, at a comfortable age, whatever that might be for you, 90, 100, whatever it might be, for this exercise only. Let's imagine you being comfortable, lying in your deathbed, peaceful and not afraid at all. No fear, peace. Comfort. No pain, surrounded by loved ones and family who are also not afraid, loving you, supporting you in your transition. Feeling a sense of ease, a sense of job well done, finished. Having loved well, having lived well, having learned to let go. And now, from the vantage point of that moment, I invite you to look back to this moment. Here you are alive at Spirit Rock. There is a lifespan. What needs to have happened between now and your moment of peaceful 
letting go. What needs to happen? What needs to have happened? Drop the question into the body, see what comes up. Looking back, looking back from your deathbed, what was done? What was done? What got done? What happened? That made it feel complete. Maybe nothing different at all. something that needs to be let go of. Looking back from the vantage point of your deathbed, something that you did let go of. Taking one last moment, one last look from the vantage of your deathbed. 
from that perspective. Softening. Letting go. And now letting go of the perspective from your deathbed, letting that go. And coming back to this moment. In this body, this breath.
couple of thoughts about this morning's practice, guided meditation, before we open it up for questions and comments. So something that has come up in our talks and we have been really sharing with you is the aspect of this ultimate reality. Everything arises and passes away. It's all impersonal. It's just nature. It's anicca, impermanent. Anatta, it's not self. It's impersonal. And dukkha, it's unsatisfactory inherently, the marks of existence. So there is the perspective of ultimate, ultimate reality. And there is the perspective of relative reality. Yes, I am here. Yes, I exist. I'm breathing. It feels that there is an intimacy. There's a life that is being lived. There, there is anger. There, are, there is sadness. All these things that we sit with and make space with, emotions, etc., And it's a both and, to privilege one over the other misses the point, especially sometimes practitioners tend to want to privilege ultimate reality. Like, oh, this anger, it's it's just, you know, arising and passing away without really sitting with it and and working on, on the ways that Eugene and I have been talking about to know the self and let go of the self. You need to know the self before you let go. And sometimes that can lead to spiritual bypass. So just to put that in the room, because it's a both and, it's a both and. And it's not just personal. It's not per- just personal and getting lost in our personhood. It's really a both and. So uh, I love what Nikki's talking about, the relative and the ultimate, and it's uh, sometimes referred to as the two truths in Buddhism, the two truths. And uh, there's relative truth and ultimate truth. And what I appreciate very much in the Zen is they always say there's relative truth, there's ultimate truth, and they're equally true which I just want to keep emphasizing what you're pointing at. Thank Great, thank you. Yeah, and that's important to keep in mind as we do this practice. Yeah, thank you, Jean. Another thing I wanted to mention is (coughs) sometimes taking a different perspective from a different time And again, who knows what your death might look like? We really don't know. But just for the purpose of this exercise this morning, it has been helpful for people and for myself, who was led through this exercise decades ago, to look back at life and do this thought experiment of as a tool, as a skillful means of what needs to happen, what needs to be let go of. So if that would... that was supportive to you, it is available as a tool to you, and if not, let it go, along with many other things. Okay. So now we can open up to questions or comments this morning. Please.
And again, I'd like to open it up first to those who have not spoken in the hall. There are still a few of you. Please, and thank you. Underneath, there's a red button. <laughs> Sansanim like, don't know. Just push it. And hold it for, for a second. And the light on the side will come on. There's a panel on the side. That will light up. Might take a second. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap on top of it. That's the best way. Oh, yeah. Is, okay. uh, all right. <laughs> okay, great. Technologically challenged. It's all good. Uh, <clears throat> so at the beginning of the guided meditation, I pegged 90 as mm-hmm. my death year, mm-hmm. 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. And what I found myself doing was thinking about what I wanted to accomplish or what I wanted to have happen. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that Life will present itself in all kinds yeah. of ways I can't possibly yeah. imagine. Yeah. So then I went right to how I want to be. Right, right. <coughs> and then what I found myself doing is, you know, thinking about being, becoming a more loving human being. Yeah. great. Getting freer, um, having less fear. Great. Yeah. And then I realized it's my practice is yeah. going to carry me through. Yeah. Exactly. Because I have no way of knowing what else is happening. Exactly. Right on. Thank you, Bob. That's exactly, that's, it's what one tends to realize with this practice. Like, it's not about this doing. The only thing that actually, um, the doing part that kind of makes sense with this practice is the, the forgiveness and the letting go. That's the only part that, at, as one does it forwards and backwards, it's like, oh yeah, it's that. Whereas, I want to, climb Mount Everest and this it just kind of the doing becomes a little as you experienced becomes yeah who knows who knows what's going to so it's more a tool for setting aspirations for how to be and how how to live that's the whole point of it so I'm really glad it it it, de- it did land that way for you yeah thank you thank you thank you so much in the front. Okay, I've got a kind of entangled thought glob. I'm gonna try to parse out. And I think there's a few questions in here, so you can speak to any of them. So, Yeah, I'm trying to understand the mind. The mind's a really weird thing. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, because in my like perception of consciousness, there's the mind, and it does all this thinking, and it like makes pacts with itself to meditate. But there's something that's like sees the mind, and just the same way that there's something that experiences sight, but it can't be seen. Mm-hmm. There's this thing that experiences the mind, but it can't be like touched with thought. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a weird thing to embark in spiritual practice from the mind's perspective, because in some sense, the mind is like signing up to kill itself, which is like a weird thing to want to do. And then I think that like part of my whoa, mind whoa, makes... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, it might not be signing up to kill itself. That's one perspective of what one might think will happen. So let's just add that in. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and in this, yeah, you're right, and in this perspective, like, the mind doesn't really know what it's signing up for, and then, like, part of myself will tell myself, like, yeah, this will get you enlightened, or, like, this will make you successful, so keep doing this. But there's some other part of myself that feels separate from the mind, wisdom or intuition or something, Mm -hmm. that's propelling me into these practices. And I have no idea what that is, or, like, if, if it's coming from the awareness I was talking about, or if it's coming from the mind, or, like, what that thing is. So I guess the three questions in here are like, what is the mind? (laughs) Um, Why does the mind embark on spiritual practice? And like, what is this wisdom intuition thing? And how does that relate to the mind and awareness? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Easy questions. No problem. So, various things. One is that in Pali, the word citta for mind is actually heart-mind. It's heart-mind. It's a different concept of mind than we have in the West because we think mind, brain, head, and we start thinking, we're up here, whereas mind, heart-mind, heart-mind, okay. Let that land for a moment. You feel the shift? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if I need to say more. Yeah, sit with that. Thank you. That was a Zen answer. It's okay, I'll say a little more. (laughs) Uh, No, but beautiful. I mean, that's beautiful pointing at. And I just want to add, just culturally,